Hello and welcome to Out in South London with me, Rosie Wilby, slightly disabled with a cold, but I'm okay. Um, And I'm very excited and in good spirits, really, because, of course, we are now up to an hour-long show so you can get all the more LGBT arts and culture every Tuesday at 6.30 till 7.30. And we opened there with Erin McEwen, who we had live on the show, well, probably a couple of months ago now. It's time. It's flying so quickly. Um, And I've got loads of live guests in the studio, but we're going to start off with um, with Mr. Luke Meredith, who has been on the show before, and he's going to, in, in a short while, um, serenade us on the piano, um, but we'll have a quick chat first. Hi, Luke. How are hello. you doing? Hello, Rosie. Hello. 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 You're right. <laughs> You're sort of in your kind of Cockney in the, sort mode. Of, oh, Joe Pasquale somehow came out of me. Right. Well, that's exciting. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the other guests are laughing away. Well, I should say we've got um, coming up. We've also got CN Lester, who will be playing live as well, <laughs> and um, a, a writer, Tom Moore, and performer who has a show coming up at Tara Arts. Who I've I've not met Tom before, so it's all very exciting. But um, Luke, you've got lots of things um, coming up. I saw your sort of update recently of, of right. your missive, your email missive about everything. That's yeah, happening. I thought it was about time I did one of those. Yes. Yeah, everyone else seems to send out these newsletters all the time. I thought, yeah, I will tell everybody what I'm doing, and then they'll get really annoyed that I'm working as well. So that's great. Um, yeah, I've got but the big thing is this Thursday. Let's get all the plugs Variety out of the way. Bunker. Bunker. Bunker, yes. To yes. what's this? It's like a, a it's a proper old sing along sort of thing. I, people yeah. don't sing along enough. And I, th- I think really? it's like, well, 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 they don't. You mean like they're the, not in aware, the old days. like a proper pub sing along yeah. sort of thing. Because yeah. I've been doing a sing along at the Coach and Horses for the past four or five years. Uh-huh. Uh Coach and Horses in Soho. Oh yes, a Greek uh, Street is it? Uh, uh, that's the one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's become massively popular uh, as we built the audience up. And I just wanted to do something that involves it with variety as well. So we've got Matt Ricardo. Oh, I uh, know. The wonderful Matt Ricardo coming along. He uh, does the tablecloth off the The tablecloth table. thing, yeah. yes. yes. Uh, we've got uh, Ruby Venezuela, our legendary little Ruby. What does Ruby do? R- Ruby was the original star act at Madame Jojo's. Ah. In the old days when Princess Diana used to hide in a dressing room and the like. <laughs> An absolute true story. Wow. Yes. Uh, okay. Liza Minnelli and Joan River, all, they all used to, all the big stars used to go down to Jojo's in yeah. those days. Brilliant. Um, so anyway, she's doing a set yeah. uh, for us because she's a very good friend. And, um, and also Preacher Muad'Dib and... The person I'm doing it with, of course, last but no means least, is Divine Miss M, mm. who has got a belter of a voice. Oh, brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah. And so you're playing the, the piano? I'm playing and, and singing, singing, and we're getting people to join in, and it's all lots of old wartime sort of songs that you know still. Yes. Um, it's surprising what people don't know they know. They think they know things, oh, yeah. and then they actually know the, all the words to Daisy Daisy. Right, OK. There's very few people who don't, because you sing it in yeah, schools, okay. you know, yeah, and, and it yeah. just feels nice. Singing. Like, I mean, there's all the social times that you sing together anyway, uh, right down to weddings when you sing in church or football or at pop concerts when you all know the words, and and it feels good to sing together. Yeah, it's no, a... it does. Well, I love the, the sort of um, tagline on this flyer. You've got, mm-hmm. gird your loins for sauciness, sequins and sing-alongs. Pretty much, yeah. I like that. But And also, turn up in military uniform and get a drink on the house. Uh, that was just for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
just because you like it. Yeah, I give uniforms. them the drink uh, on the house. Mm. <laughs> OK, so this is at the Pipeline. I don't know that place. It's a new place. Uh, Sean's been running it. Sean Brightman, I don't know if you know him. He does... Um, oh, I know the, the name. The... Uh, we love comedy night. He's been doing that oh, every. Oh, I do know him. Yeah, yes, every yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, you know Sean. And he's been. He found this venue, and it's a lovely little. It's normally a rock pub. Ah. Oh. Uh, but it's beautiful sound system and lovely little stage, and and they do nice, good drinks as well and Swedish food. It's a really Swedish food. Swedish what, food, what and it's just off is... Petticoat Lane. Oh, that's yeah. good. What what sort of thing is Swedish food? Because I've not. I've not visited Sweden. Do you know what? I haven't actually eaten there yet. Oh. All I can think of is meatballs. Yes, I don't know. I think it's just well, meatballs and smorgasbord and... <laughs> write in, write in with your Swedish food <laughs> tips. Yeah. Um, and, um, you should ask Ingo. She'd, uh, yeah, Ingo, she'd tell us all. Absolutely, yeah. yeah that way. <laughs> um, well, um, do you want to do a song now and then we'll chat well, more about what else you've got coming up? Well, shall I do it since we, we are on a, a gay show? I'll do it under something topical. Now we've got a new pope. I shall do one about religion, possibly. Oh, is yes, that is yes. that too dangerous or can we do no, I we, think, we, no, I think that's fine. I, I think, think that's we can fine. Do that, can't I, we? I, I was um, tweeting recently when you know when we were waiting for the pope to be announced yeah. and they were gonna it was white it's white smoke when they've chosen, isn't it? Yes. Yes, that's yes. right. And I said if it was rainbow smoke it would be a gay pope. They're but all gay, surely. Well, <laughs> very closeted. Yes, yes, yes exactly. Um, well, let's um, twizzle you twizzle round, round to the piano and um, we'll hear a song from the wonderful Luke Meredith, who's just getting himself comfy. Here we are. It takes a special kind of hatred to pretend God made them laws. Religion, if you tell me where to stick my bits, I'll tell you where you can stick yours. Well, the Pope says that our loving is a sin, and the flames of hell are surely beckoning. If I wanted to be blessed by an old man in a dress, I'd kneel and kiss Dame Edna's hairy ring I said that all time religion lives in a house of glass The stone that throws at queers, well they can stick them in the ass It takes a special kind of hatred to pretend God made them lost Father, if you tell me where to stick my bits, I'll tell you where you can stick yours they say I should look to the angels If I don't want to be damned when I'm deceased Ain't never been touched by the angels But I once was stroked by a priest It isn't just the Christians, no sir Because to Hindus, Jews and Muslims I'm impure Well, I could be a hypocrite Or I could stick my <laughs> it's tea time. And dear neighbors, I know what I prefer. I said that all time religion lives in a house of glass, and the stones that throw the queers, well, they can stick them in their ass. In their ass, in their ass. Takes a special kind of hatred to pretend God made them lost. Father, if you tell me where to stick my bits, I'll tell you where 
You can't stick yes. Amen. Oh, well. forget I'll read my songs all before I start singing them. Yes, it's just it's yeah. just when you're live on air that you suddenly remember. You go, yeah. Uh, oh, you're yes. in a cabaret venue, it's fine. <laughs> yes. Oh no, in a cabaret venue is yes. probably essential, isn't it? A bit, yes. of, bit of rudeness. Um, well, another thing I saw that you'd got um, coming up was the silencing of Miss Scarlet. That sounds intriguing. That's Proud's new thing. It's Ooh. not an S and M thing, as it might sound. It's, uh, it's a, a murder mystery. It's a murder mystery. Oh. And I, I did do a murder show once before with the fabulous Roxy Velvet. This is nothing to do with that, entirely separate. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, it's it's proud new venture, and it's we were working on it last night, actually, and getting rather excited about it. Oh. So that's going to be every Friday. So you're rehearsing we, we, the murder, were It's you? still a bit rehearsy sort of thing at the moment. Yeah. Uh, the press night isn't until later this month, so... And does a, does a different person get murdered each time? Oh, well, you'll have to come along oh. and see. You, you, you can't say what's going to happen well, in no, a murder mystery. Cause no, I suppose We're not. not quite sure yet either. We're still rehearsing. No, no. What if someone really gets murdered? It'd be a good cover, wouldn't it? You know, if wow. you're doing a real murder. Yeah, that, that's something to do, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do no, and no. I'm not going to do that. I've just announced my intention to. No, that, well, no. that's you see, not very. That's not very good. Covert. No, no, it's about the guy who wrote technique. it in his diary, isn't it? <laughs> do you remember that? No. no. You who know he did. Well, he wrote. No, he wrote bur- or was it a burglary? He wrote yes. Oh. Burgle store steal from bank today. Oh, what? And then, case he forgot and to do it. And the police <laughs> found it in his diary, which is oh, just no. brilliant. Yes, a little yes. bit in- incriminating. So yes, we've got that coming up, and. Um, Oh, my, I'll be doing my previews of my new show soon as well. Oh, what's that? Which it, Well, my Edinburgh show, which will be Knees Up Round the Organ, <laughs> uh, which again is a sing-along show. Right, I'm noticing a theme trend. Yeah, it's, I can't stop it. It just comes bubbles out of me. Yes. Uh, and, of course, the Free Fringe fundraiser. Oh, yes. Now, is, that's at the Phoenix Artist that's Club. That's at the Phoenix Artist yeah. Club. And got some great acts, a lot of uh, gay acts, because it is cabaret and it just attracts us, doesn't it? Yes, I, uh, yeah, I don't know why, but uh, it does, yes. I think yeah. Silk, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we've got Miss Kimberly and Sullivan Tutu and Ruby and Myra Dubois. Uh, plus Miss M and Dave the Bear, my my darling oh, husband. Oh, darling husband. Yes, yes. very yes. sexy bear. He yeah, is too. The, the face of Tonka recently. <laughs> did you did you no, see that? I didn't see that. Full pay. He was like, well, champagne. We'll call it. He was um, putting into his face. Oh, uh, it is all full painted with the sailor's outfit. I don't oh know wow! If you... Okay, well, well can yeah. we see this online? We'll have to. Uh, well, you, I think you probably can. Google it or yes. look on his Twitter. Or he something. did. He did mention he finally made the back pages of QX, and um, <laughs> 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 I'm glad it was in that way. Right. Yes. <laughs> Not... mm. Yes, yes. Well. But the other thing of plugging stuff is my pop song, which you, I'm going to give a copy of for you to play whenever you wish. Oh, he's handing me the CD right now. You can't see it because we're we're not uh, obviously. It's the well, magic of we radio. Saw, we saw a notice about a webcam, so I'm there is a webcam, but I'm wondering if we are online somewhere. But I, I don't even know what the URL is. Maybe it's on the Resonance FM website. So who mm. knows? It's right behind you, Luke. Are you feeling paranoid? Well, so, I, sh- I shouldn't. I've got my back to it. Yes, I know. I? It's just the back of your head. Mm. Well, how to write a pop ballad? This is called. Yes. What, uh, 
<laughs> it's is, my, is it like an instruction song? It's a sort of instruction song. Uh, I did a video recently with uh, Jason Reed as well. Oh, um, hang on, you were posting this on Facebook, I posted you? it on Facebook. I've yeah. got 3,000 hits for oh. it, which is quite quite good, I think. It's not yes. viral, etc., et but it's... Uh, no, no, it's just all right. Yeah, it's decent showing, decent fist of things. <laughs> no? Can't help yourself, can you? <laughs> with the double entendres. It's like, <laughs> carry on out in make... South London tonight. <laughs> um, so yes, we'll pl- well we'll play that later. But do we have yeah. to watch out for any rude words in that one? Or? No, absolutely. No, that's okay. uh, that is the that's cr- the radio edit. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Uh, well, that all sounds fantastic. Uh, do, have you got another um, song you want to play for us live? Or oh, um, oh, is, is it difficult to think of one without any? I could think of one quickly. What you want now? Yeah, no, should we do another? All one? right, you've got, to, you've got to go off to another show tonight, I'd, have you? Yeah, well. I'm, I don't, well, I don't or have to go off to another show. I'm going off to see a friend that I haven't seen for a long time. Oh, I so see. Well, that's equally, that's okay. equally yes, important. Absolutely. Equally we need important. to balance these things in our lives. No, abs- absolutely. Yeah. Yes, a balance is always mm. good. Isn't We're going it? to discuss Judge Dredd and Doctor Who. Oh, well, yes. that's that's all, that's equally important, <laughs> I would say. Yes. Well, let's hear another um, little song yeah. from you, and okay. then we'll let you wend your way into the into the night to oh. see your friend. Okay, this one. Um, I think which one I'll do now. Um, uh. I shall do for you. I shall give you my um, piece of... Oh, no, no, that's got rude words in as well. <laughs> uh, this could I'll take a the, while, couldn't it? I'll give you the one that I, I know is clean. I think I've done it before, and it's probably my most well-known song and the one I get requested. Oh, often. yes. I think I know what this is you going to be. It, yes. yes. He treats me bad, but I don't care. He's more than enough for me When we're together, people stir Things they say are vicious, just nasty prejudices If only they could see what I can see I've fallen in love with a Dalek And I'm hoping that he feels the same My heart skips a beat when he shoots at my feet And metallically whispers my name I remember our first night together When we glided across the floor I won't tell you what happened afterwards But now I know what the plunger is for (laughs) He says he's just another clone Engineered not to care He'll let me polish on his dough He's the kind you can't rely on A shoulder you can't cry on But then he's got no shoulders, to be fair (laughs) It's not easy loving a Dalek We're as different as Jekyll and Hyde For instance, I like a good brisk country hack He likes multiple genocide he doesn't come out of his shell much. Well, he's just a big softy beneath. Till the bonus effects, we have very safe sex. Well, he's wearing a stainless steel sheath. I'll never stop loving my Dalek. And I never could bid him goodbye. He wouldn't just hate me. He'd exterminate me. I'll be his till the day. That, that was Luke Meredith. 
Um, well, <laughs> thank you so much for that. Thank it you. certainly tickled us all in the studio. Um, the last time, of course, we saw each other, would you believe you were doing this gig? We were doing Stand Up for Darwin. The, together, yes, we? yes. I can't remember. What songs did you do for the Darwin crowd? Well, I did do the, re- the religion song did for you? them, yes. because uh, Well, because it was in the Conway Hall, the Humanist, uh, Association. The Humanist Association. Yes, yes. So yes. they would have liked that one, yes. Yeah, it's all, well, oh, they're, they're supposedly militant. I don't understand this militant atheism thing. It's like, yeah. Don't let me knock on doors and say, hey, I don't want to talk to you about Jesus. You know, It's, like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, we just don't believe in God, and that's okay. Yeah. You believe. Go ahead. Well, Luke, um, where, what's the best place to find out online about all your various exploits? Um, online at probably mrmeredith.co.uk. Okay. Or you could follow me on Twitter, which is Mr. Underscore Meredith. Mm-hmm. You, you have to do this thing, don't you? The, the, the underscore thing, underscore and of course, well, just just type me into Google, and I actually you could type me into Google, but sometimes if you don't spell it out, M I S T E R, especially, you will come up with an American rap artist. Oh uh, well, yes, we were. We yeah. were talking to my one of our later guests, um, Tom Moore or yeah. Thomas J Moore, about how he has a an alter ego as well. So yeah. it's, yes, yes, I'm sure it probably annoys him a lot more than me. So it's difficult, isn't it? Mm. Well, look, we'll we'll let you get off into the night. And, uh... <laughs> Lovely to see you again. Yes, um, thank you so much for coming on the yeah. show. Maybe see you all at the Free Fringe Fundraiser. Okay, that's on the 15th. Support poor artists. Yes, well, I know, we're all very, very poor, especially after we've done Edinburgh. Thanks very much, Luke Merrill. Thank you, Rosie. Let's now play a track by the uh, wonderful lesbian folk duo Ohuli and Tidao, who we've had on the phone on this show and played them a lot. They're constantly on tour. They're doing so well with their most recent album, The Fragile. And they did a a brilliant um, April Fool joke on Facebook yesterday where they said this track, The Last Polar Bear, had actually been selected as the X Factor final song. Um, And they had me going for a minute, and I would love it if it was. But it was a joke. You're listening to Out in South London on Resonance 104.4 FM with me, Rosie Wilby. And that was a track by Ahuli and Tidow. And before that, we were fabulously entertained by some live songs at the piano from Mr. Luke Meredith. Look up Mr. Meredith and uh, you can find out what he is up to. Now, my next guest, as I mentioned before, Tom Moore, um, or, well, depending on how you want to look him up, Mr. Thomas J. Moore or Tom Thomas J. Moore. We can't quite decide what, what your actual name is but, Many incarnations but welcome of my fabulousness. welcome tom it's Thank lovely you. to uh, I, I take it you've never been to resonance fm before no i haven't no so it's, this is all new experiences for me it's great to have you here um and you've got a show coming up um at the tara art center over in earlsfield yes tell us about this it's called shredding memories and i'm, I'm quite fascinated about memory as a subject because i did a comedy show about it uh, a few years ago at the edinburgh fringe um so tell us about what what this this one's about so um, it all started when I was sitting in the offices of Tara Arts and I was like, well, I want to do a show. And they said, OK, think of a title. So I said, Shredding Memories, as um, it is the title of a poem in a book I was publishing, um, which oh. was quite fun. And I just thought, OK, yeah, let's use that. It's a wonderful title, quite vague, and I can just create a show around that. Um, was this a book that you'd written or you were publishing, like someone else's book? Publishing on behalf of Shobu Kapoor, who is an actress and poet. Ah, because do you work in the literary world a little bit as well? Yes, um, I represent a few writers mm-hmm. on behalf... Well, I negotiate all of their deals as well as um, helping them develop new work as well. 
Okay, all right. Which is quite fun. Interesting. And yeah. so is that how you came to be at Tara's offices and... Um, no, um, I did a show with them in May last year oh, okay. uh, called Reginald, which is based on the life and times of General Reginald Dyer. Uh-huh. I worked with Show Booker Paul on that as well. She wrote and I directed, and that starred Chris Marshall, which was quite oh, fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and then just after that, we just developed quite a nice working relationship. But I went to them with this show, right. this title, and around that we've spent the past six months creating a show around it, um, which focuses on a woman called Anise who walks into a memory bank and decides to become a new person. It's set in a... In the future, is it? In a... No, it's actually just set in a mirror of today's society, oh, okay. really. It's but in a world where you can go and have your memories sort of... Transplanted. Transplanted, yeah. right. So yeah. it's all a bit strange. And it looks, it looks into the idea that if you change a memory in your past, does it change your current identity? Yes. Um, well, I'm sh- I would say surely it does. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. Um, and and it poses the question of if you could sell your memories Ooh. or if you could get new memories, would you? I mean, would you change who you are intrinsically to be someone new? Well, I mean, to some extent that does go on a little bit, doesn't it? I mean, when people people actually undergo therapy and treatments, don't yeah. they, to have painful memories actually removed? And there yeah. are certain things, certain treatments you can you can undergo to to change memories and alter memories in that sense. So yeah. we're probably not that far away from... It doesn't sound that unrealistic that we... You know, it, it mm. almost p- Well, it's interesting happen. because the brain is the only organ that we can't transplant. So we're playing mm. with the idea of that you would never be able to transplant a brain because a brain does make you who you are. But if you could slightly alter what's in the brain on a commercial level, how much mm. money you could make from it. Oh, really. Some people would certainly try to make uh, money from it. I mean, if I could, I don't yeah. know if I would, but I'd like to think that I might. Yeah, it <laughs> almost make makes millions. me think a, a little bit um, about the film The Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Um, yes, everybody has... has said this and well, I have not a, watched it. <laughs> it's a great film and you should watch it if you're interested in that kind of I thing. I think I'm probably going to watch it after the show. <laughs> yes, because you don't want to be too Exactly. Because I guess you're still, because it's a devised show to an extent, isn't it? You're probably still... Yeah. Shaping it a bit? Yes, it's been a really interesting process. We've taken this system called viewpoints and composition, which is an American technique pioneered by Anne Bogart, who's a phenomenal director. And and it's a system of being able to look at events through things like tempo, speed, and all of these simple ways of looking at a moment in time. Um, and through breaking down character relationships within the piece, we've managed to write a script up to a certain point over the past six months. And now we're in rehearsals, we take little bits of that script apart, do loads of exercises on them, and in the room, on the actors, craft a show for the actors. Right. So, so you're not an actor yourself. You're not in the show. I am also in the you show. You are in the show, right? Okay. Being the idea that everybody in the room is to an extent a director, and I have the final say of what goes on the stage, right. in collaboration with my co-collaborators. 
Mm. There's a lot of collaboration there. Yeah. Well, no, it's an ex- it sounds like an exciting way to work. It's from the 11th to the 13th at 7.30 at Tara Arts. And it's it's a good place. That I've done a comedy night there. And it's, it's just literally just across from the railway station, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's great. I, I remember when I was going there, I thought, well, that sounds miles out. Where is it? But it's actually literally you just get off the train and yeah. it's, it's across and it's the only road. 10 minutes from Waterloo as well. Exactly. So it's, it's quite fun. It's actually it's a really nice little place. Um when when you get there as well so uh well thanks so much for um for telling us all about that hopefully uh, lots of people will will go along and uh find out all about that i'm, I'm quite fascinated really i'm uh, sort of thinking about whether i i might transplant some of my memories or <laughs> but a lot of them are very precious i wouldn't want to uh get rid of them i think it's a very interesting thing i remember actually um a documentary about people who'd had heart transplants and there was an argument that hearts had a sort of memory in a sense and yeah. people who'd had a heart transplant often take on some characteristics of that person. I don't know what you think about that. Maybe. Well, um, before I came on the show, I was writing a monologue for the scientist character within it who represents the scientific view Um and I was playing with the idea of um, how Egyptians used to believe that the heart was the most important thing and not the brain. Mm. And, and and we're really playing with the idea that actually for the most of civilization, we've believed that the heart is a lot more important than the brain. And it's really only within modern times that we've discovered the power of the brain. Mm. But the heart still holds a certain importance to a lot of people on the world, really. Yeah, well, I mean, they'll play a pretty vital role <laughs> apart from keeping us alive you know. yeah, don't think i'll be parting with either of mine uh, too readily soon um no. <laughs> but um all the best uh with the show shredding memories it is and um good luck with all your other projects whatever you've got have you got anything else you want to plug quickly now or um, nothing else on the immediate horizon a lot on the immediate horizon that is not publicly announced so you uh-huh. cannot know oh okay but so i secret. will plug my twitter Oh, yes, do, because we've all got confused about what what we should call you now. So, man of many names, my Twitter is Thomas J underscore more, spelt with a double O. There's a lot of underscores tonight, aren't there? There's it's like an underscore un- nation. I mean, if you're late theme. joining Twitter, all you can have is an underscore. Uh, well, I, you know, I'm the first Rosie Wilby that got on there, so I, I've got no dots or underscores or fanciness. The original Rosie uh, Wilby. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm the main one. Um, uh, but it's funny how other people call Rosie on the comedy circuit, say they keep getting introduced as Rosie Wilby, because um, uh, obviously comedy promoters can't cope with you know, maybe more than one female comedian. They can't cope with that to start but with. It's also the fact that you're one called so Rosie. goddamn famous. I mean, <laughs> everybody knows Rosie Wilde. Yeah, <laughs> it, it may well be to do with that. Thank you for saying that. Um, and your website is, hang on, is that Mr. Thomas J. Moore? Mr. T. J. Moore. Oh, Mr. T. J. Moore, you see, just to confuse I us even I rarely more. use this website. I need to use it a lot more. I'm really not good at publicly plugging is, there myself. there is a Thomas J. Moore, isn't there, who's a completely different person? Um, yeah, he's... Um, He's a middle-aged scientist. Really don't get me confused with that man. No, I mean, I, I, I happened upon him. I thought, no, hang on, that's definitely not... <laughs> that's definitely not Tom who's coming on the radio show yeah. later on. And it doesn't help that he's a middle-class American either. Mm-hmm. And I'm so far away from that stereotype, unfortunately. Right. Well, OK, well, maybe um, in the final section of the show we'll find out what uh, what people see and Lester has been confused with and um, <laughs> we'll find out <laughs> what underscores you can... Uh, you can follow CN at um, and let's hear a track from the album Ashes 
That track is the wonderful Ashes by CN Lester. We've played that a few times and I'm delighted to say that CN is live in the studio with us. Hello and welcome. Great to to see you. You have been here once before, haven't you? I have, yeah. But did you play live? No. No. No, Ah, so this this is something new. Brilliant. Eyeing up the piano with interest. Yes. Well, I've got, I should plug actually, it's Marks and Pianos Limited who've provided this uh, wonderful piano. So, uh, So we have to thank them for the Resonance FM piano that Luke Meredith has already played a couple of songs on but quite different um, tone <laughs> yeah i can't promise you. to be as cheerful as that i'm terribly sorry <laughs> well no i think that that's that's the beauty of music isn't it the the ups and the downs Absolutely. and the variety of moods that um that we can experience with it um and you were well, talking of the great variety of music um you are doing an opera concert yes, soon. um i mean this is this is kind of the thing um doing alternative music's always been the night job so i'm in rehearsals at the moment with co-opera which is oh, a company yes, you're, that's your day job isn't yeah, it yeah, yeah that's being right, a classical musician yes um, yeah teaching and composing and doing research in music psychology and sort of historical performance practice that's so right, we yeah. are doing puccini's il tabaro which is this wonderfully gory melodrama about a marriage breaking down mm. and forbidden love and oh, obviously yes sadness ensues terrible things happen there might well be a stabbing by the end i think our Um, audience will probably (laughs) relate to all of that absolutely perhaps not the stabbing um, perhaps not the stabbing i think we've all been there haven't we just a little tiny part of our brain um (laughs) so that's going to be on friday the 12th of april and again it's really lovely because it's a whole bunch of sort of young professional singers at the beginning of their careers just finishing training sort of going out into the wider opera world um taking on sort of one of these big meaty pieces and um yeah really going full tilt so it's the first time i've played a woman on stage which is oh, wow. interesting okay um, especially playing an older woman who's very kind of bosomy and voluptuous <laughs> and i sort of look down at myself and <laughs> right <laughs> but uh it's fun it's really yeah. fun and okay. uh, dispensing advice that the heroine doesn't heed obviously because she's got a sexy young boy she doesn't want to be sensible <laughs> who does want to be sensible that's never that. that's never the fun way exactly. is it and what about your own uh, music there's a new album possibly in the pipeline yeah i mean i started doing some of the songs with ether which is the new album at christmas time mm-hmm. and i've been doing a couple of gigs uh sort of london lesbian and gay film festival and um oh, what couple were you of doing at the festival just performing at one of the after parties and, oh yeah okay. exactly yeah it was um, fun. that was lovely yeah, really I, awesome I didn't see obviously what the thing yeah. you were performing at but i was at some of the screenings and things yeah it's always fantastic yeah um so yeah i'm doing sort of shows around the country there'll be one in london on may the 3rd at the cinema museum uh, now be- that place sounds really yes, interesting it's incredible everyone should go in south london it was the old lambeth workhouse oh. so charlie chaplin was actually living there when he was tiny and his family wow. were, were kept in the workhouse it's just the most incredible i can't even quite think where it is it's near elephant yeah near elephant castle walk down or by kennington station mm-hmm. sort of come out it's you know there's all those little lanes around Kennington Station oh, where you can just get lost. Yep. You get lost and then there's <laughs> and then you this find huge it. building. Exactly. So. Wow, that's the most amazing directions I've ever yeah. had. Uh, but go on the website and they're yeah, really okay. trying their best to reach out sort of trans and intersex communities and cultures, oh. film screenings and event nights and they're just amazing. You can go there, drink cocktails, watch old French movies and, uh, you know, eye up all these incredible old jackets that the ticket collectors used to wear. 
Wow, it's good times. That sounds really fabulous. Mm. And so, when when are you doing something there? That's May. Uh, that will be in May, May the third. Yep. So, if you go on their website, there's information up there. And okay. then playing up, there is uh, a gender queer academic conference. Uh, run by the University of Warwick on mm. April the 29th. So I'll be playing in the evening. So lots of talks all the way through the day, you know, what is gender queer and how are sort of gender roles changing in society and then music and partying and I'm sure lots of people in fabulous eyeliner and all kinds of interesting clothes and David Bowie inspired style, that kind of stuff. Mm. It'd be good. Would you call yourself genderqueer? Yeah, 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 I would. I mean, I think you're always in a situation where words are never perfect but I think you know gender queer is very basically that you look at the concept of gender and you queer it and that very old-fashioned use of the term almost that you're turning it sideways or you're kind mm-hmm. of tilting it and sort of going mm, does this make sense or does this not make sense and yeah so I think broadly yes yeah, yeah. yeah. so what do you what do you think it, so it basically means it, I think it's looking at gender in a different way and I think yeah. it's looking at sort of saying you know you have this kind of idea in society that you have male and female Mm. and actually when you look at the reality of people's lives the reality of both our history in the west and global human history it's never been like that i mean one people are not male and female in a biological way you have all kinds Mm -hmm. of different chromosomal conditions you have all kinds of different hormonal states that you can be in and then when it comes down to you know what does gender really mean you know does it mean mean, how you dress does it mean who you're uh, you know what you psychologically we all have male and (laughs) in inverted commas female you could spend all day long just chasing your own tail sort of going what does that actually mean i think at the end of the day it's about embracing diversity and saying everyone is unique yeah, and amazing. Kind of awesome. Amazing, though, how how many people are quite scared to do that and want to cling on to very traditional <sighs> yeah. roles. Isn't um, it? I mean, and again, I think that isn't to say that people should should have to be. I'm not saying everyone should try and look androgynous and no. and obviously you don't want people to be the same. You want them to be themselves. Of course. But I mean, certainly, I think in the trans community and trans activists, we've seen this recently with the way the papers have responded to the death of Lucy Meadows and to the mm. media attention before her death, the way she was treated. Um, this, yeah, monst- monstering of trans people in this idea that sort of uh, it's fair game. That you know, there, I think there are. Um, plenty of minorities that get a bad deal in this country and trans people are one of those minorities and certainly not the only one but uh, it's ugly it's an ugly thing to see and again you just think at the end of the day everybody's different Mm. you know you have basic human qualities that we can all relate to and you hopefully have a sort of basic set of Mm -hmm. um yeah Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I go a little bit blank when you think. No, no, you know, why would you? Why would you be so hateful? But, well, mm, yes. Advertising revenue and yeah. clickbait and all the rest oh, of it. Absolutely. Well, mm. um, you mentioned the London Lesbian Gay Film Festival, and I actually saw a wonderful performance, um, Gender Failure. I wonder if you yes, saw that. Yes, I didn't get tickets in the end. Oh. I was working that night, but Ivan Coyote and Ray Spoon. Yes. Do you yeah. know their work? Yes. Yes. Very, oh. very great writers. Um, Ray Spoon, great musician. Really, you know, I would encourage everybody to check them out. And yeah. Just well, we played. Ray track um, mm-hmm. the other week when I'd, I'd been to see the show because I didn't know their stuff before and I, I mm-hmm. loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, no, really, I think fun as well as as you know, it's a serious point, but it's made oh, yeah. with humour. It's, it's made with self well. self deprecation and yeah, yeah, fabulous, yeah, fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. There you well, are. It's fabulous. A new word. It's a new thing. Glorious. Uh, well, could could we hear a fabulous song? From you, you could. Uh, let me just. 
Is it well, going to be a new one? It's going to be Ether? a new song, which is still in my uh, in my notebook because oh. my brain is full of Puccini at the moment, and I've been singing right. up the octave all day. Oh gosh! But okay. I will try my best not to make a terrible mess of the whole thing. Absolutely, oh, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing a new song by C.N. Lester.
thank you so much. Now I'm, no problem. I'm slightly worried that we didn't have an amazing mix on your on your vocal mic there because <laughs> we could hear the piano loud and clear. And I I'm not absolutely certain. I was trying to adjust it through my headphones, but unfortunately because they've got the mixing desk for that set upstairs, um, Sabina, the producer, has now gone to maybe twiddle it in case we um, do another live song. But apologies if no your problem. voice wasn't um, quite as loud as the piano. But I'm I'm not quite sure because uh, with the, it's been set on the mixing desk upstairs but it's it was wonderful thank you so much but i feel i feel really really bad that we might not have presented you in your your full glory well there you are you just you just you know you gave me a boost so it's all fine <laughs> just tell them i was fabulous and it will be good. oh absolutely you were fabulous always <laughs> fabulous um well tell us um a bit more about what the new album why is it called ether um I don't. Oh, I, oh, I, I say oh, I don't know. No, I, it, it's a vaguely long story. Um, I don't know how well acquainted you are with the sort of nineteenth-century physics idea of ether. Um, hmm. It well. it was just it, it was an old concept, and um, my brother was um, studying physics and very into sort of all this kind of stuff. And the idea being that the universe was filled with this matter, yeah. almost which allowed light to travel through, which allowed electricity to travel almost in the same way that you sort of things travel through water. And they didn't know what it was and they couldn't find it, but they called it ether after the sort of the, the Greek philosophical term and the Greek sort of scientific term or pseudoscientific, proto-scientific, I think is probably more polite. Yeah. Um, and I just really liked it as sort of outmoded scientific concepts go and I'm revealing myself as a huge geek here <laughs> but um, <laughs> I love a bit of geekiness then, that's fine then I couldn't really resist it and the fact that you know when Einstein was was sort of shocking the world with several of his sort of discoveries people were still saying no but we still have to find the ether there's ether that we have to find and I think so mm. much of what we do now in terms of how we communicate certainly how I communicate with my fan base and how they communicate with me is done via the medium of the internet which again it feels like it ties in like things go into the ether exactly yes. and we talk yeah. about it we have we have ethernet cables we have this oh, yes, very it, yeah. it's, it's still this idea that you're almost kind of plugging something into this void and it yeah. zips along and you don't quite know how yes. and yet you connect Mysterious. with other people and because the whole album mm. is about connection yeah okay that uh it just kind of came into my head and i really liked it so mm. well everyone's been plugging their twitter um <laughs> what is yours it's just cn lester there are no underscores are you, oh no. could you not have had an underscore I'm just really to... sorry i know oh. it's me in the cn tower and i think that's what comes up when you google yeah, it so. yeah absolutely yeah. well i'm just going to look at producer sabine to see if we should do another live song if they've if they've uh, adjusted the levels or maybe uh maybe we we, we better not then because I, I don't want to um for it not to sound um absolutely fabulous as it as it should um so well let's um um find out what just um tell us what other um gigs and things you've you've got um, um well, coming up you told us about obviously the one on may the third yeah and uh, april the 29th up in warwick in leamington Spa. oh yes Coventry. that's the genderqueer conference that's the one thing. absolutely um i'm doing some filming at the moment uh for all the people who watched my transsexual summer oh yeah uh, fox and lewis uh, oh, who yeah. are on the show are in fact themselves incredible filmmakers really really oh. good so they're making their own documentary instead of having this very stereotypical you know let's look at the trans lady put on her lipstick in the mm. mirror while the sad music plays in the background they're just making this great documentary called my generation which is <laughs> trans great people feel you know filming yeah. trans people it's kind of just relaxed and interesting and cool. So um, I'm doing some work with them. They premiered the first part of that documentary at my uh, one of my events at the 
first, the beginning of March. So I'm going to be doing some filming with them later on to talk about, again, being trans and sort of navigating the world in a slightly wonky kind of way. Yeah. So that's going to be exciting. And um, then I've been doing, again, sort of the opera world for people who enjoyed my ramble about 19th century scientific concepts i've been doing an opera uh, with a composer at royal holloway yeah. about the science of declining bee populations Ooh, so okay. <laughs> if wow. ecology is your thing and opera gosh there's um, been something for everyone tonight exactly so, from um, daleks to um <laughs> the ether yeah, and, and bees um, and my agent is uh currently looking for a publisher for my first novel so i'm just working ah. on my second novel at the moment and working on a book about trans and gender theory so pretty busy but oh, wow. um, so your first novel it's not out yet it's not out at the moment but it's, you're looking for a yes oh, well yeah, aren't absolutely. we all yes well, but, absolutely yeah, it's, uh, so. it's exciting times isn't it it's, yeah. i mean i think you know there, there's been a lot of doom and gloom about publishing um what with you know obviously the mm. internet and, and what have you but i, I think it, it's still you know we still want to read great stuff and hear great music mm. and you know i think there's still a demand isn't there tom's well, nodding his I think head you're as preaching well. to the choir with us so, no absolutely absolutely but um i I just think it's great to have so many people on creating creating great stuff (laughs) so uh, yes i'm hoping to get my uh, get a book out as well so uh, who knows maybe we'll all have have fabulous books coming out in the in the coming coming years um so well thank you so much for uh coming on it's brilliant now that now that we're up to an hour on out in south london we've we've got more more guests and more to talk about who would have thought we don't normally have time you see to talk Mm. about these uh scientific concepts that you've brought (laughs) on tonight cn um and we're gonna play out with a track um that we we only got to play a fragment of the other week and i played last week as well christopher owens and we'll play out with this track a broken heart so thanks very much for listening and do tune in again same time 6 30 next tuesday Thank you.